Hey, yo, yo, turn my headphones up, <laughs> DJ. Yo, yo, just a quick Silly reminder. For, wait, first of all, happy Halloween, everybody. Ooh, it's Ooh. scary. The moon is full, and the ghosts Ooh. and the goblins are out, and you better give them candy, otherwise they'll put toilet paper all over your face. If, if you're listening to this the moment you should, which is the moment it drops... Which is October thirty first. Ooh, Happy scared Halloween. of this episode. This is scary. Yeah, we're just giving you um, a little tap on the shoulder and maybe a tug on the nut bag hmm. to uh, to remind you to check out allthingscomedy.com. dot com. We've told you about it before. It's our new home, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a co op. Is that the way yeah. people mm-hmm. say that? Um, Comedy co op. Comedians that we like and respect. And we belong to a network where we can recommend things for you guys to check out because we think you to be might a part like of it. it. Yeah. So, what do we have this week, Jeans Machine? Well, Jeans, uh, we encourage you to check out Harlan Williams' podcast, The Harlan Highway. That's a funny dude, man. He's ridiculous. He is hilarious. We got to get him on this show. I would love to have Harlan here. I yeah. think he's great. Yeah. Um, he also has a new mobile app out uh, called The Harlan App. Uh, it's available at iTunes via harlanapp.com. And it's got ringtones, narration, soundboards, funny stuff, and uh, it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, yeah. So the Harlan Highway is his podcast, allthingscomedy.com. Check it out. Always check out. the Everything there is good. That's why we're lucky to be a part of this, because this is a good team to be on, man. Yeah. This has got a bunch of fucking first stringers, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Nobody's coming off the bench on this fucking network. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way of putting it and we're, yeah. we're winners you guys you're hanging out with the winning teams and also uh maj jobrani uh one of the only uh persian guys that i would want to say that i know mm. uh he has set up a crowdfunding campaign for a movie he wants to make uh jimmy vestwood american hero um a comedy described as the pink panther meets coming to america mm. hey you can't go wrong with that um, there is a link to this campaign, which they have conveniently emailed us that we can't say. <laughs> it's got question mark C <laughs> equals home, like HTTP. This is ridiculous. Oh, that's ridiculous. Mm, but can't do that. Fuck, what a horrible plug that was. We just plugged something that we can't Shit. even... What the fuck, man? Yeah, we got to talk to them. Maybe we should just cut this out. No, I mean, go to... Ugh, fucking shit tits. Was, is it Listen, on his site? Google Maz Jabrani. Google... <laughs> Google them, guys. <laughs> Crowdfunding campaign for a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, what the fuck? That's what Google's for, you guys. F- uh, figure it out yourself. Hey, here's the thing um, you might want to check out. Look <laughs> up stuff on yourself. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I just got I just mm. got to his his website. See? It's right there. Okay, he's smart. He All right. knows what's up. So it's mazjobrani.com. That's M-A-Z-J-O-B-R-A-N-I. This is already longer than I wanted it to be. Um, oh, quick, you got to fucking listen to this. We got this episode, and then you get next week as a Halloween treat. A special bonus, you guys, dropping on Monday. Yes. Uh, let's just say huge surprise. Monster episode. And this is not a joke. We have one of the presidential candidates. <laughs> On the show, yeah. and not an impressionist, not like no. when people are like, oh, and then their friend calls in. We actually got one on the phone to do the show. Crazy. That's a special bonus that comes up this Monday on your mom's house, and then you still get your regular Wednesday episode. That's right. How fucking much do your moms love you? Because it's Halloween. 
Bye. Bum 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 bum. Bum plop 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 goes the weasel goes the weasel goes plop. It smells like your plops right now. It smells like that awful lavender spray and your plops. Thank you for doing that. Well, I plopped in there. Remember when your sister Maria used that spray as body spray when she was like six Maria, months pregnant? You guys know Maria. Maria. I came home one day. Christina wasn't here, and um, I can smell from outside yeah. this strong vanilla smell. And I know the only thing that we have in here that smells exactly like that is the bathroom, like the spray it's, to it's, cover the shit. It's the shit poo spray. spray. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I can smell it from outside. So I'm like, geez, like walking up the driveway. Like, what in the <laughs> fuck, man? So I come in and I'm like, hey, man, how many times did you spray that spray? And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you did, man. I go, I can smell it from outside. She's like, I thought it was body spray. And I was like, it's not body spray. <laughs> we keep it by the toilet. Yeah. And I go, how many times did you spray it? She goes, I sprayed it on myself like five times. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. You sprayed like a one spray Oof, clears out yeah. a room. She sprayed it all over herself five oh, times. It's like, so strong I thought right I saw the lettuce. Well, I can smell it. You've only sprayed it a couple times. Once. Oh, once? That's once. It's wafting in from across the yeah. hall into our office here. Yeah. That's powerful. Well, look, before we get started on all this other stuff, powerful. we got to pay the bills. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Jeans. Jeans, 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 jeans on Van Eyes. Where can people see you? I will be in Hartford, Connecticut at the Hartford Funny Bone of November 15th through 18th. Um, mm. So totes, come and see me, you guys. It makes my week a lot better. Mm. What about you, Tommy Buns? Well, let's see. When, um, when people are listening to this initially, I'll be on my way to Indianapolis. Yeah, buddy. Crackers. Crackalackers. That's the best. Crackers. Downtown. You're downtown, though. I was in Broad Nipples. Yeah. I was in downtown India. I like that club a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Come check me out. That's the first club Ruth Ann let me feature at, and I was your opener. Do you remember when we first started yes. dating, and we didn't tell- No, we didn't first ref- start dating. We were, we were engaged. We were engaged at that point? Yes. And I just, I told you, like, let's not tell her. And we lied the whole week, and she had no idea. We didn't lie. We just didn't We disclose. didn't lie. Right. We just didn't tell her. Because I didn't want- her to judge you based on being with me. Yeah. I was like, no, she's just funny. Check her out. Yeah, well, that's why I don't I do not do my stage name, Segura. Because yeah. don't you find that if people, like, let's say they hate me, then yeah. they'll automatically hate you. Sure. And I don't want, I don't want to put brown on your sleeve. Right. 
If it's my brown, it's my brown. I agree. That's really sweet of you to think well, that way. Thumbs. Um, Any other mom yeah. announcements? So I'm doing the uh, I'm doing uh, Death Squad tour. Oh, so if you want to check me out, if you're in Ohio, I'm doing uh, Dayton, Cincinnati, and Columbus, um, November eighth, 9th, and tenth. If you go to TomSegura.com, you look on the live shows page. There's links. This is like a, a small venue kind of tour. It'll be fun. You can only get the tickets at Brown Paper Tickets. <laughs> Brown how, how perfect is that for us? That's <laughs> a good one. And um, yeah, we got it. That's that. Um, and then after that, Madison, Wisconsin, come check me out. When in November still? We're in November. Yeah, yeah, oh November fifteenth. Really gone then through seventeen. I'll be at the comedy club on State Street. You can hear that there's uh, weirdness in my voice. It's because we're moving. <laughs> oh. And uh, it's the worst. <laughs> well, I have horrible dust allergies. You, you know what you sound like? You sound like you're like 500 pounds. Because when yeah. you were reading the stamps.com, you went, <gasps> like I yeah. heard you, and it sounded like you were, um, like, a, what is it, Biggie Smalls when he used to rap? And oh, he yeah. sounded like he had a chicken wing in his mouth. Yeah. <gasps> like super, yeah, I'm struggling. super obese. I'm struggling. I'm sorry, jeans. I am super obese, but I'm also struggling. But you know what that. it is? It's the dust mites in this room because mm. we never clean it and now we're packing and it's... It's killing me. You know what, though? You know what this means is that our neighbor won, you guys. She got, she got rid of us. Our shitty neighbor. We're leaving, guys. <laughs> Do you know that yesterday morning at 8.30 a.m., I woke up to hearing somebody yawning? I This is what I woke up to. Ah! I was like, are you fucking kidding me? When you can hear your next door neighbor yawning... You get, you gotta go. It's time this to is like dorm leave. rooms. Yeah, this is this is ridiculous. We're packing up, man. We're out of here, man. We're we're out of this joint. Let's do it. You ready? Yeah, let's party. If you're in a sexual relationship, the man should be coming. If he ain't gonna be coming, then the man gonna be going somewhere else, putting his penis in something else and somebody <laughs> else. So that is the idea. If he's gonna have sex with you, the ultimate goal for a man is to have an orgasm, to have a large earth-shaking ejaculation and a lot of women want that man to have the best ejaculation when he's in their mouth they want it to be so incredible that he does not pick another woman's mouth or vagina over theirs and i think that's what a lot of women don't really want to be honest about they want you to fall in love women want men to fall in love with the pussy or the head they want it to be so dynamic in comparison to everything he's ever had. <laughs> you want to stand out bar none. And you want to know that no matter how long or how little time it takes, this man always ejaculates in your <laughs> mouth, in your vagina, or he just has the ejaculation period. You just want to see it because a lot of women get their power. We, just like men, if their penis is little or if the penis ain't hitting the walls right or finding the G-spot, if he doesn't know how to make the woman have a satisfying orgasm, he's going to feel that he's off. And a lot of women will laugh and talk about men if their penis is small or if they're not <laughs> performing to a level that she's used to then that will affect his self-esteem mm-hmm. so in so many other ways women we are affected with the way that a man has his orgasms and the way that his penis responds and the way he responds when he's in our mouth and in our vagina Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom and Christina Pajitsky. Welcome to your mom's house. Hey, um, what episode of Oprah was that? Oh, you'll, um, we'll get back into it in a minute. I actually have oh, okay. another treat for you. 
that when Gail was talking about her life? Yeah, that was Gail and Oprah talking about. That was when the Mer- commercial was on. Stedman and Oprah. We actually have um, a listener <laughs> submitted song. Oh, I, I love it. it I love it. Okay. All right. I love these. Yeah. <laughs> so, here we go. Exclusive. Welcome to your mom's house. Welcome to your mom's house. To your mom's house, time to drop the bombs now. Rolling with Tommy Christina, a comedy team who bring that raw sound. Like, oh my god, seriously, born to win the background. Never a moment of boredom, never a moment where time will back down. Jokes and hit jokes and everything you need. I heard you were funny, good, cause I just smoked a sack of weed. Open your mind to comedy when the podcast begins. Welcome to your mom's house, come on, let's get ready for real. See, I'm heavily influenced by top dogs, every spiel. Every word, every joke, every conversation spoke is real, raw, and uncut. Your mom's house, turn it up. You know how sometimes when you're smoking crack, you're like, Jesus Christ, this pipe is so hot, it's gonna burn my goddamn lips off. But I don't really care. Cause this crack is so good. Woman's doing a cartwheel. There's a candle. candle All right. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, so that's um our boy, uh Scribble. Wow. Of course he has to um spell it in a fun hip hop fashion. So when, that, how does he spell it? Um, he spells it like a rapper would. It's S K R I B B A L. That was really good. And I like that he sampled that Nightmare Before Christmas song. I think that's what that is. Is that, it? That hook to it. Well, thanks, Scribble. You so can check good. him out on Twitter. Follow him. Check him out on Twitter. It's at uh, Scribble, which is S K R I B B A L. Thank you for your song, man. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I that. really liked it. You got flavor. You got flavor, to, son. Yeah, listen to that again. I'm banging new flavor in I your like ear. that. That's so amazing that people can do that. I know. I Sorry about my shit. voice. Sorry about it. Tom, you're very you're very upset about this. About your allergies and your voice. Me crazy. And I know. It's it's really ruining your this ability is... to pack boxes. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is difficult for me. Um yeah, so uh, did you like that Gail and Oprah segment? That was weird because I, I think I missed that episode when Oprah and Gail were talking about how to to keep your man, how she and Stedman, how, Oprah and Stedman keep it together. How he wants to come in, you have to have him come in your mouth. And, then and your, your vagina. Yeah. But what about your a-hole? I didn't, didn't really mention the a-hole. Yeah. So, you know what? Maybe what we should do is hmm. pick up where, where it left off <laughs> and hear the rest of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One woman was telling me, she said she was having sex with this man. And she was sitting on top of her riding. And she said she had gotten into a groove. So, you know, she might have gripped his head or she might have put her hands on his shoulders or locked them around the back of his neck. So she made sure it was just like a horse. She had that saddle and she had the rope so she couldn't let go. And as she got into that groove, she's sitting on him, she rocking and she rolling in her rhythm. And she had just forgotten where she was. She got into a deep state of euphoria because cause she said the dick was good. 
Well, this is all the problem, though. She said the dick was so good that as she started rocking, she just got into it, and all of a sudden, she said something just hit her. Bam! All upside his head. Just slapped him. Dick will make you slap somebody. <laughs> so y'all need to remember that. That's why I'm trying to deal with the fact. Wait a minute. Uh, Here's Gail. Now you tell me a story, and then you switch it on me and say the woman in ecstasy and turn around and slap somebody. She slapped him upside the head. And mm. I said, why did you slap? She said, I couldn't help it. She just now, got I know your audience. <laughs> okay, go on. No, go ahead. No, you, you. Finish your story. I want to hear why she slapped him. I told you, she said she just got into this groove. She found her rhythm. See, that's what women don't realize. That's one reason why we get caught. Because the penis is a very powerful organ. It's the a peanuts. very um, deep, spiritual, sexual. I'll make you slap somebody. Heat-seeking missile. It's a missile, baby. It's just yeah. like a rocket, see. And inside of see, every rocket, you see Theo. There's it sounds like Medea's encoded in it for it to do what it do. He's in her. They have become one <laughs> on that spiritual, sexual level. So she starts to find the groove, and, she, and the parts of his penis start hitting the parts of her vagina walls, harmonizing them, making them sing. And so she feel like she's in church, jumping and shouting because that <laughs> man hitting them walls like she needed him to hit them walls. So she said it was so good, and she relaxed, and she said at one instant. And it was feeling so good to her. The thought crossed her mind that he might let somebody else have a little sample of that. She said it's just, just the feeling of being caught up in the pleasure and, and then thinking about, wait a minute, he might do this right here? She said she just slapped him. So I'm just saying sometimes we have to be aware of that because dick will make you slap somebody in the face. <laughs> dick will make you lose control. They can make you pull a gun and shoot somebody in the damn face. See, uh, you got to be careful. That's why, because a lot of us have really gone overboard with this. I told you. Hallelujah. Choose. Choose. <laughs> it sounded like Medea at one moment. Holy shit. The peanuts. Yeah, the peanuts. Can I tell you what I love the most about this? Yeah. You would never hear two white women having this conversation not like that never no. not never this is why black people are fucking the coolest on the planet mm -hmm. where where is this from? Where did you find it was this? some uh, cable access show oh. it was like a cable access like where they could call in and they were just talking about relationships you know well i feel i understand what she's saying because sometimes when we're passionately mm -hmm. making mm -hmm. love mm -hmm. i often feel like punching you in your face too dick i'll make you slap somebody in the face in the mm -hmm. face <laughs> yeah you do what you want because it's so euphoric? Uh, no. Just angry. Uh, 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 Maybe at you. Maybe you're trying to put your finger somewhere it doesn't belong. Hmm. Well, I don't have any problem with that. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Dick you know, will make you crazy. So people have asked me. Here's I, I wasn't even planning on playing that. I was going to play something else. But it was just too great. I had to play that too. It's really good. So people... You know, there's um, there's clips that, like audio things that really tickle you, <laughs> like that one. Yeah, that one and the other ones that have obviously <laughs> become part of this show. Yeah. I found one last week that I've been looking for for years, and I didn't shut realize. up. Yeah, it's one that I knew about that existed, but I couldn't find it, oh, and it was yeah. right there. There's a few of those. The golden oldies, 
when yeah. like in 2003 there's a few that I hunger to hear again and see again there's one in particular I'm going to put a call to you guys out there if someone yeah. knows of this clip it was called Sack Lunch at mm-hmm. the time oh yeah Sack Lunch remember Sack Lunch yeah. and uh, my friend Sarah and Sean and I would pass this around and it was a guy who was wearing cellophane undies and it was a very simple clip it would zoom in on him on his butt cheeks mm-hmm. and then he would uh, spread the cheeks a little and then shit into the the saran wrap panties. How great is that? In the sound. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I haven't seen it since. I can't find it. If you guys can find sack lunch, please, please send it to us. I'm dying to see that again. Guys, it would make her day. Got to do it. Got to do it. So what did you find, Jeans? Well, and then I I can get into more after this. Uh, I'm going to play some clips for you and then tell you why this (laughs) makes me so happy. Okay? The dick makes you crazy. Here we go. I want everybody on this motherfucking stage to take your motherfucking boots and your sneakers off right now. Take your shit off. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell it already. I've heard a thousand times already and it still makes me happy. So this is from Scared Straight Mm. that MTV aired. And it's here's the confusion. People now associate the A&E program or the original Scared Straight that aired on network television, That's or the, one I saw. the follow-up to that one. This is neither of those. Okay. But it shares the same title. And that's where the confusion lies. There was an original one that was hosted by the, uh, what was the detective with the wonky eye? I remember watching that Scared Straight in high school or something. Yeah, yeah, and there was another one. This is not that one either. This is a special edition that aired only on MTV. Okay, recently? And I saw, no, in 1999. Okay, all right. So I saw it in 99, and I was like, this is the best shit I've <laughs> ever seen in my life, right? And it stuck with you. And I've tried, especially when we got into the show. I want everybody show. on this motherfucking stage to take your motherfucking boots and your sneakers High school off. kids, right? Take your shit off. Dude, so that is, they're at a prison in New Jersey, and this is how scared straight every episode should be. Now it's like, it's yeah. kind of fake scary. Like, they're yeah. like, you really need to get your life together. These guys <laughs> were on a whole right. different, a whole different level. Like, they actually raped those kids. They really scared them, which oh. is the point. I'm in this motherfucker, and I'm fucked up. Look at me, little boy. What the fuck are you doing in my house today? And if you tell me a motherfucking lie, I'm going to moose your motherfucking face up. Wow. Why you here? Look at me. You see this motherfucking face? You remember this motherfucking face? But you never want to meet a motherfucker like me. You understand? <laughs> is this public? This reminds me of public school. This is my seventh grade public school. This was on MTV uncensored. They aired it this way. That's why when I saw it, I saw this show and I was like in my fucking ex. Like I could not control it. You were like, I'm never going to prison. Not only that, but I was also laughing as hard (laughs) as you could possibly laugh. Never stealing again. This is the kind of shit that really, this effect, you know, everyone's like, why do you, you're always like, why do you like black screaming so much? Yeah. I did some looking into myself. Okay. Okay. Introspection. I did some introspection. I'm going to get through some of these clips, and I'm going to get to you about okay. why this affects me so I'd much. Love to, I'd love to know, because for me, black people screaming means one thing, that I'm about to get my ass kicked, because that's what happened to me in a, in a public school, junior high, when I was... White boys, man. Okay. How the fuck y'all going to survive in the prison, white boys? <laughs> when the motherfucking population, 85% look like me, motherfuckers. Right. Yeah. Don't want you kill me, motherfucker, y'all got attitude. 
You get crushed, man. Keep fucking up out there on the street. And you come into prison, bro. And when you come, you coming for a long motherfucking time. Trust me when I tell you this, man. You might get them fags, man. I mean, it's terrifying. It's so good, right? It's terrifying. This, and then, but this is also shows you that these the scared straight shit they show now is bullshit compared. To, this is the one. This is the real deal. Yeah. This is how you take a kid who's fucking up. Yes. And and set them straight. This is how you scare. Remember Chris Rock's um, the salad tossing guy? Yeah, yeah. Of course. You show a fucking twelve year old punk ass boy the salad, the salad tossing guy, yeah. he'll never fuck up again yeah 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 this is real i agree why are they showing kids like if you get to jail they're gonna make you wear orange that's how how the shit is now i want you to come to prison you know what i mean you can take your problem and stick it up your motherfucking neck when you come in and when you run into a motherfucker like me i'm gonna crush you son i'm gonna crush you trust me saggy motherfucker you apologize to somebody else you call them a fag oh yeah he called him a fag. Yeah, though this, that's not even the begin. That's not even the worst part. Uh, I it. it gets it gets way crazier than that. That's the beginning. Let's check out this dude right here. I think this is Calvin. He these guys are all murderers. On sure. this one too. Well, I apologize, motherfucker, for disrupting this motherfucking tour, Pop motherfucker. Apologize, bitch. There you go. Sorry for disrupting the tour. Who the fuck you talking about? You side of them? Or you side of them? Or you side of me, motherfucker? Sorry, you side every motherfucking body. Get your punk ass on back in the lot, and I'm spitting in your motherfucking face. And I know you don't like no motherfucking nigga spitting So scary. That guy right there oh was God. he stole the show for me. I really But I they're really... like on death row, right? Like is this are these death row? These are lifers. Days? No, lifers. Okay, so these people got nothing to lose. Nothing. Their their main form of entertainment is yelling at fifteen year old kids. Yeah, and they have a bunch of kids boys. in there and they're like, um scared white kids. Why don't you just tell these <laughs> kids how bad it sucks here in prison? They're like, Yeah, all right, we'll do it. <laughs> oh, you got it. Come in today, you big fat funny looking motherfucker. Why you coming today? Can you talk? Yeah. Why you coming to date then? See, this dumb motherfucker don't really know why I came here. Get your fat ass over here. Crawl over here. Let's boy my head to this big fat motherfucker. Move my line in nice and tight. <laughs> Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming 
I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. I'm almost at the point where I, I can tell it. you why this affects me, but okay. I have a few more clips I got to get okay, to. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, actually, you know what? I can just tell you right now. So I have some more to play, but I think why this shit makes me laugh so hard yeah. is it goes back to why everything as a kid that that affects you in some way, affects you as an adult. In mm-hmm. other words, you know, you like a smell as a kid, that, that smell affects you as an adult, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You like a, a certain type of person as a kid, you like that person as an adult. It goes everything. Yes. You know, it yeah. goes food, it goes sex, it goes everything that affects you as a child. That's your prototype for the future, yeah. Yeah, and so I think my first, I know that my <laughs> first exposure to really laughing my ass off as a kid was watching and listening to black stand-up comedy. Of course, yeah. And there is a cadence and a way of speaking in, like, black... Like, you know, we call it black. I mean, now everything's, you know, mixed together. But, like, like distinctively right, black stand-up right. that I would fucking cry as a kid watching. Because it was, like, it was new. It was different it's to me. It's so different than how you talked at And, home. like, yeah. you know, like, I remember watching Robin Harris as a kid. And he... Robin Harris died... Uh, a number of years ago, but he was so fucking funny. And he had just a way of talking mm-hmm. that was like, that you can find the association between that, how that makes me laugh, and how these prisoners talk, and how like <laughs> the sports guys that I always. So here's like Robin Harris, just to give you like mm-hmm. a. Big man like that, put that spotlight on him. Got to talk about you, man. <laughs> yeah, you swole up two inches. Yeah. I mean, you're a big fucker, you, you know that? Well, that man's so big, he don't be walking and rolling. Just... Damn. I see you got a weight problem. <laughs> Can't wait to eat. <laughs> Damn. Doing? Doing. Thank you. I was driving back to the hotel. I swerved a little bit. The police stopped me. You know how they do. I pulled me over to my... Uh... Yeah, what you been doing? Drinking. I've just been drinking. That's what the fuck I've been doing. <laughs> you know how 
police. You know how to do. You know. You know. Uh, how many drinks you had? I said ten. <laughs> he says, uh, "Where you been drinking at?" Sit down at the vet. He said, "We're gone." So you, uh, you can't be drunk. <laughs> like that dude is so fucking funny. Yeah, man. and you know who he reminds me of is uh, Bernie Mac. No, it should be the other way around. Is Bernie? Did Bernie? Yeah. Style suck. Yeah, yeah for sure. He styles like this guy. Yeah. Uh, I think black comedians are hands down the best, the best, the best, always. Right. My very first love was Eddie Murphy. Sure. Uh, Delirious, I can still fucking recite the entire hour. It's so good. and Because it's so irreverent. Black people fucking call it like it is. Yeah. Especially black comedians. It's very much to the truth and to the heart of the matter quickly. There's yeah. no fucking bullshit. You're not going to hear black comics be like, what's the difference between a cookie and a cracker? It's yeah. like, no, 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 dude. Like, let's talk about real shit. Real shit. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, but you can hear, though, that like why that, yes. that cadence and that way of speaking, mm. I associate it with like just funny people. Good times. Yeah. Well, when that cadence is turned on you in a fight, you might feel different. Well, I mean, if I'm very, <laughs> if I'm being assaulted, I probably wouldn't laugh. But if somebody <laughs> next to me is being yelled at and yeah, assaulted, it's good fun. Still laughing, man. The best. I mean, the best insults niggas, are black chicks. Niggas always want some credit for some shit they supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> for some shit they just supposed to do. A nigga will brag about some shit a normal man just does. A nigga will say some shit like, I take care of my kids. You're supposed to be a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> can't go, oh, they fucked up, we could be fucked up. That's ignorant. White people on the L. Because first of all, they try to make it look like, you know, there ain't even that many black people in the country, okay? Black people are 10% of the fucking population. Black people in New York, D.C., L.A., Chicago, Atlanta, <laughs> like, 10 places, okay? Okay? 10 places. Ain't no black people in Minnesota. So all you find, only black people in Minnesota is Prince and Kirby Puckett. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, the whole rest of the country, the other 40 states, is filled up with broke-ass white people. <laughs> broke-ass, living in a trailer home, eating mayonnaise sandwiches, fucking their sister, <laughs> listening to John Cucamella camera. <laughs> I mean... He's right about that. That shit's so fucking funny, man. Look at Honey Boo Boo. Fucking white people do way worse shit. That's now you true. tell me... That, you know, that's funny, obviously. And then you try to tell me how, how, how is this not funny? I'm going to tell you what we do to okay. young tender motherfuckers in here. We prostitute you young motherfuckers. In other words, you go to the highest bidder, motherfucker. You're to black, white, Chinese, a candy stripe, motherfucker. You come in this motherfucker around a bunch of miserable motherfuckers that ain't know I had no contact with a woman in over 20 motherfucking years. Who do you think is the next best thing to a woman in this motherfucker? It'll be your big stinking ass too. Don't get it fucked up. Yeah. That bitch Nah. Cost more than that. Yeah. I like, he's telling these kids that you're about to get butt fucked. Oh, yeah. Now, what he did, the best moment, and this is the moment that stood out to me in my mind. It's actually the moment that I remembered the most, the one that I kept playing in my head for the last, what, 12, 13 years yeah. where I, that I couldn't find this clip, is he's given the tour, and he tells one of them, he pulls one of them aside. And th this goes back to, like, um, in stand-up, you know, it's so important, like, cadence, like you're talking about Robin Harris, 
And uh, and Bernie Mac had such a distinct cadence, you know. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, know. And I was saying, you know, I'm gonna kill them kids, baby kids, yeah, <laughs> baby's kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, right. but the way you deliver, like Chris Rock has such a specific delivery. Yes, like nobody else could deliver that the way he delivers it. This guy, this is not, he. He pulls a kid out of line, and he's like, "Why are you here?" And the kid's like, "Stealing." He's like, "What you took?" And the kid's like, uh, "Bikes." And he goes, "Bikes." <laughs> like, the way he repeats it is yeah, like so hilarious. comedic, yeah. And yeah. it's the scariest moment for this kid. But then I'll tell you the moment after that that I distinctly remember. But this is that exchange. Why are you here? Stealing. Mike's, <laughs> plural. That's so plural. funny the yeah. way he said that. Mike's! Mike's! <laughs> <laughs> I could listen to that a thousand times. Yeah, Why are you here? What the fuck are you doing? I got an excellent motherfucking job. You don't pay no motherfucking bills, do you? No. I know motherfucking where you don't. He feed and clothes your punk ass, don't he? Yeah. But yet you out there stealing, motherfucker. Kind of sits that me. You got everything coming to you on the civil motherfucking platter, but you don't appreciate that. You going out taking from another motherfucker. Gonna be dead. But this is how you reward your motherfucking father. That's it. Who the fuck you tell him you love? When you tell him, when do you tell your dad you love me? Yeah. When you tell him, motherfucker, you don't know. You ain't gotta be no sissy to tell your father that I love you, pop. And you lucky to have a motherfucking father. Give it to him. That's right. But you know what? No matter how much his father loves his motherfucking ass. If his father was to step up on this motherfucking stage and try to save his motherfucking ass, we would stop a mud hole in this motherfucking ass. And a motherfucking thing you could do about it. That's right. Now. Do you know where I think that cadence comes from now that I think about it? What? Is the church. Like preachers. Mm. Like some of the best comedians have a preaching background. That's true. Like Kennison, Sam Kennison was a preacher. I want to say Richard Pryor. Doesn't he come from a preaching I don't think so. Somebody, oh gosh. But you're right. A lot, a of, the lot of these guys that, yeah. come, and that cadence reminds me of, yeah, like church. That's it's true. Just so funny. It dude. is. So here's the moment, bikes. though. Bikes. What you took? <laughs> bikes. Bikes. <laughs> the kid always mumbles, too. Yeah. I don't, oh, I don't, these kids are dead talk to you. quiet the whole time. Why you here? Just stop talking. Stealing. What the fuck you took? They're so scared. Do you think they're terrified? Terrified. So, point taken. Here's the point that I remember the that of this the most was there was a moment (laughs) the kid who took the bikes has this crazy like bowl cut and then the hair on top (laughs) is longer and they're like Uh, you look pretty and shit. So he tells them he's like and this is what I remember seeing like even after that's why I wanted to find the clip he pulls the inside of his pocket out. And he holds it out. Yeah. And he tells him, hold on to this. Like, this is what would happen if you were in here. And then he walks him around. Like, you would be my bitch. And you have to hold on to my... He's, hold on to this shit. And it's so crazy. And he tells him what would happen. This is the clip. As a matter of fact, hold on to this, motherfucker. Hold on to this, motherfucker. Hold on to this, motherfucker. And you walk with me, motherfucker. Shit. I'm gonna tell you what happened to a young tender motherfucker like you. Now I had to clean my motherfucker cell, motherfucker. Wash my drawers and socks, motherfucker. And you had to suck my motherfucking dick. Oh no! When my dick get hard. Oh no! 
is robbing. He gave him a woman's name. I'm not taking no more bikes. Anymore. He's like your name is Robin. <laughs> Can you? Could you imagine this guy telling? And you're like 15 years old. Oh my god! And you've been god. stealing shit. Oh my but god, then dude! You hear that? You know, you hear the way these guys speak, and you know, oh my god, you guys know how I feel about you know. <laughs> same thing. Same. Same thing, man. Same. Case. This shit should be easy. <laughs> 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 so I was so happy to find that clip, man. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I watched it like a thousand times. Did it bring? It brought back good memories from you. Made me laugh. Made me happy. You know. I'm quite sure your father got an. Why you here? Stealing. What the fuck you doing? Bikes. Bikes. <laughs> Suck my dick, Robin. Oh shit. That kid's never gonna fuck up again. See, no. that's that's when that stuff worked. I feel like the nineties we were uh, a little more open to these things. And now in the two thousands you can't even say this shit to no, people. You can't, like, they man. lose their minds. Yeah, and this is in case you, you didn't hear it. I'm gonna tell you what happened to a young tender motherfucker like you. Now I had to clean my motherfucker cell, motherfucker. Wash my drawers and socks, motherfucker. And you had to shut my motherfucking dick, motherfucker, when my dick get off. How fucking. You know, that's how every scared so straight should be. Every single one. Yeah. Every single. Do you know what's great, too, is that people listening to this at work. Mm hmm. Have this pipe like pumping through their yeah. speakers it's right now, fucking, and somebody's walking by like, um... <laughs> oh my god, seriously! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, all right. All hey, right. can I do a dental update since we're on this topic? Jeez, you just threw it at me. So this one was submitted to us on Twitter. Uh, this kind of ties in to what yeah. we're talking about. This dental update. Jailers worry about dental floss as a weapon in White Plains, New York. Um, it says when a group of New York prisoners sued last month to demand access to dental floss, officials said they had to consider security issues. As it turns out, jail and jailbreak history is tightly tangled with a stringy decay fighter. I love when they use words like that. <laughs> um, in Texas, officials believe a prisoner used floss to cut his way out of his cell then jumped a fellow inmate and knifed him to death. Jesus. <laughs> in Maryland, Illinois, West Virginia, and Wisconsin, inmates collected enough floss to braid it into ropes and escape, or try to, over prison walls. A group of wow. escape prisoners on the run in Texas used floss to sew up their gunshot wounds. Wow. And a man in Illinois jail used floss to stitch together the dummy he left in his bed when he took off. Experts say floss, or the plastic holder it sometimes comes in, has been used to strangle enemies, to escape, to saw through bars, to pick handcuffs, to make a hand grip on a shank, and to hoist contraband from one level of cells to another. <laughs> wow, man. Here's a quote from Steve Kayser whose company sells a floss product, advertises prison safety. He says, these inmates can make a weapon out of a chewing gum wrapper. Floss is right up there on the danger list. <laughs> so there you have it. So you it. guys have it right there, man, that <laughs> floss isn't just for cleaning your teethies, you know? You can shank a bitch. Yeah. You can escape from prison if you're using that dental floss correctly. 
Now you, you know, man. That shit, I yeah? do believe it. They're so um, what's it called? Crafty. Yeah, they're crafty guys, man. You Dude. know. Right. Apologize, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 uh, wow, that, that's a that's an, a, a dental update I wasn't expecting. But really... apropos of our of our discussion on Scared Straight, yeah, yeah, I remember Scared Straight, and do you remember that one they showed you, um, the miracle of life in sex ed? Yeah, and uh, my favorite part is at the end when um, the woman delivers the baby. It's this young couple, and the guy is covered in tattoos. And mm-hmm. you see this like fucking gnarly tatted arm, mm-hmm. dude. My baby's born. Like it's a total trash moment. And you're sure. like, you guys had to wrap up the uh, documentary this way, huh? Mm-hmm. Fucking mm-hmm. white trash dad pulling his kid out. Um, speaking of pregnancies and busting loads and babies, what? Um, oh, yeah. How this bad? one, sure. Well, there you go, Let guys. Our people know. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery, and promotions available only in select markets. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I hate moving the 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 part of it that is the work, man. but I'm so excited to get out of here. Me too, man. Get rid of this fucking place. Cunt face next door. Yeah, that's another way of saying it. She's really ruined. It's amazing how your neighbors can really fuck up your living situation. Yeah, it really is fucking put a damper into things, man. Yeah. Oh, you know what I was gonna talk about? Remember yeah. the other day, you and I, um, we were having dinner. Yeah. And I don't know how we got on the subject. But you were like, uh, yeah, one time I got in trouble with the police for issuing a death threat. Yeah. And I was like, what? Me too. Like, it's one of those things that we never shared with each other. And we both were like, <laughs> oh, we've both been in trouble for issuing death threats before. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, so tell, okay, tell everybody what your death threat is and I'll tell them mine. Okay. Share your death threat and I'll share mine. Sounds good. I was, um, <laughs> I was at work. Uh, I had a day job at the time. And while I was on... Oh, man. What's wrong, Gene? Hold on. I'm reading something on Facebook. What the fuck, man? What? Uh, What's going on? Okay. Sorry. What are you reading? I just wanted to see something. I'll tell you later. Oh, okay. Um, so, I was at work. I had a day job. And I got a call. My mom called me, and she had gone shopping for... um. What's it called? Futons? Mm-hmm. She wanted to get a futon. I don't know why. She got a futon, and the guy 
at the store, some fucking redneck mm. was rude to her mm. because of her English. And I right. was like, what? Right. She told me the story, and he basically was like, he told her, well, I don't speak Russian, so when you learn English, why don't you come back here? Maybe oh, and I was like, what in the fuck, man? And I, <clears throat> I totally lost. Yeah, I lost it. I lost control of myself, and I was like, where is this place? And she told me the place. So... I was, I mean, I was blood boiling. It's the most. That's angry. your mama. That's your, your mom. mama in the fucking stands. In the fucking stands, right there, mm-hmm. you know. So, I, um, you know, everyone knows about your mom's. So like, you can't let people talk to your mom like that. Fuck that. So, I called. Um, I found out the place. I called him, and he answered the phone. And I was like, "Yeah, you run this place." And he was like, "Yeah." And she told me like his name or whatever, and I was like, "You're a fucking dead man." <laughs> And he was like, what? And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. I was like, your life is going to end. But mm-hmm. I said it really heated. And I was like, and I, and I went on like a rant, you know, like it was just, it was like from, it was natural. Like I right. can't even duplicate it. Well, because it's so, um, what's the word? Like primal. Yeah. When someone fucks with your family. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I'll fucking murder yeah, you, man. Yeah, your parents or your siblings <clears throat> or your kids or something, you know. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to fucking come in there and I'm going to slice your fucking throat in front of everybody. You're a dead fucking man. You stupid, redneck, fucking rural piece of shit. I just went crazy on him. Yeah. And he was like, he couldn't really get in a word. And I hung up. And it made me feel a little, I mean, I was pacing. I didn't tell anybody else what was going on. So I would say like an hour later, you know, I had calmed down a little bit. But then I got the feeling again, you know, like that yeah. it goes up because your mind's racing and p- putting it different places. You just want to kill him. Kill, and kill, kill. That's all I wanted to do. So they, um, I, I, this time, I had called from the office. And what happens when you call from the office is it just registers as like an outgoing call. Yeah. Everybody sees the same number, who you call. They don't see d- different numbers. Right. So he just knows that it came from this office that has like, I don't know, 150 employees. So then I made the mistake in my rage. I called him for my cell phone. That's the fatal flaw. Right. Every crime has yeah, a fatal flaw. Can't do but that. I wasn't thinking, you know, I wasn't really thinking yeah. about it. So I called and I just, I, de- I gave him another death threat. And then <laughs> I told him I was going to kill him and kill his family and stuff. Sure. Then I hung up and then I get a call from the security office at this company. And they're like, hey, can you come up here? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, um, did you just call this place in Florida and tell a guy you were going to kill him? And I was like, what? <laughs> of course not. No. Who would do that? And they're like, because this guy just called here and <laughs> he got a call from your cell phone. Yeah. And I was like, mm mm. No, man. I didn't call him. Well, oh, that guy. <laughs> I go, no, what happened was this guy, and I just spun it around. I, I tried to downplay it. I was like, of course. This guy was really rude to my mother. And then I was speaking to him, and he was he was just yelling profanities at me. So I just told him, like, you're out of your mind. And I just, you know, I kind of just yelled back at him, but it wasn't anything like that. Like, I just made it seem like it was not a big deal. Right. And they're like, okay, just, like, don't call that guy anymore. And I was like, yeah, no, he's just a crazy guy. <laughs> and then I, I left there, and I was like, holy shit. And then, then I call uh, my dad, Top Dog. Mm-hmm. And I tell him what's going on, and I was like, yeah, they just pulled me in because I threatened to kill the guy. And he was like, it's all right, buddy. See, that's the difference between you, your family and my family, is that when something bad happens to you with the law or something, like, 
Yeah. You you tell your parents. Me, I hide everything. Oh well, I you know, never it was because it involved my mom, and I was like, oh. I was like, I think I, you know, I could lose my job today because of this. <laughs> and he was like, it's all right, buddy. Um, yeah. Then he called the sheriff's department in Florida where he was, and had them call the sheriff's department where I was working in the area in L.A. And then they came to the offices and they were like, um, somebody issued a death threat. And I was like, that's crazy. I didn't do anything like that. And I was like, oh, they're definitely going to fire me now. But then I realized that like, I would have to like confess basically. Like, so yeah, just you just like, deny it. I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, huh? Well, there's no evidence. That's mm-hmm. the best part about a death threat. If it's just over the phone, it's not recorded. They can't get you. That's right. Yeah. That's the secret. That's true. You can't do it on Twitter and shit. They can track that. That's true. You can't do it on the internet, son. So, yeah, I was, um, I thought I was going to lose my, I told my mom and she was like, that's sweet of you. Something was sweet. <laughs> sweet that I called the guy and threatened to kill yep. him. I would like to kill that guy still. Let's find him. You want to? I know where, what, where he is. Yeah. How long? That was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. He's probably still in the same place. I'm sure Fucking he is. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah, let's go get him. That's what I- that's what I love doing. Do you know that my mom uh, and my stepfather, who's a who's a criminal, I used to hear them at the dinner table, and they would do this exact thing we're doing, but seriously. Yeah. Like my mom and my stepdad would be like, oh, "Fucking this asshole, fuck me over. Let's go get him." And then they would plan on how they were going to get somebody. It was really amazing. Like my stepdad would slash people's tires. Yeah. Didn't he threaten someone in a parking lot too? Yeah. Yeah. He got into a fight in a parking lot because uh, somebody's toddler was being loud and crying. And my stepdad was like, why don't you tell that kid to shut the fuck up? And then the parent was like, I'm sorry, what did you just say to my kid? And then they took it outside in the parking lot and like threw blows over that. Or in a parking spot one time, I think he fought a guy over a parking spot. He sounds um, like a real fucking loose cannon. That guy. <laughs> Can I tell you something? He, yeah, professionally, mm-hmm. not such a good person, I think. But yeah. per- personally to me, yeah. great stepdad. And probably like, really ideal. looked after his kids and, you know. He really, he was yeah. really good to us. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, we used to, he would go slash tires and we would stop for pistachio ice cream on the way. After slashing tires? Before. That's a little psychotic. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, um, so that was your death threat story. Yeah. So my death threat story, I was living in San Francisco. Still makes me mad to think about, by the way. Yeah. The guy makes me mad to think about. I know, boo-boo. You can't talk to my mama like that, man. You can't. I no, know. that's my mama, man. Well, you know what we'll do for Christmas? What? When we're back in Florida, let's track this fucking asshole down and let's slash his tires. Yeah. I love you, Mama. <laughs> so I was living in college, living in college, living in San Francisco with my friends, Shauna and Bronwyn. Mm-hmm. We were all living together. And uh, Bronwyn was dating this guy. I probably shouldn't say, I won't say anything. Uh, this guy, he was kind of a shitbag, kind of a criminal, uh-huh. too. Right. And uh, his ex girlfriend was threatening one of my friends. Was His? threatening Bronwyn. Uh, oh yeah, okay. And so I, uh, I think she was like, "Bitch, I'm gonna get you." And at the time, I thought I was a bit of a gangster too. I was like, "Fuck that bitch! Let's tell her who's gonna get what." Like yeah. I was fighting with yeah. people then. Like I had just spit on a girl that year. Like I think I was, I was in a rageful place. And so, um, yeah, there, she was threatening my friend. So I was like, well, "Let's call her and tell her what the fuck is up." Yeah. So I'm so stupid. I call from our house phone. Yeah. Number one problem. And I call this girl, a stranger I've never even met before, and I'm just so fired up that she's threatening my friend. 
that I was like, bitch, if you come here, I'll fucking kill you too. I'll come to your house and I'll fucking kill you. Like, I got crazy on her. You lost your shit. Lost my shit because she was threatening my friend. Yeah. Next thing you know, knock, knock, knock at the door. It's the fucking police. San Francisco PD. <laughs> and my friends are smart enough to be like, oh, yeah, Christina's not here. And the cop is like, well, tell her she needs to come down to the station tomorrow because issuing death threats is illegal. So make sure she comes. And I, you know, I could hear it because I was fucking hiding from yeah. the police. And, uh, and of course, I was like, yeah, get fucked. I'm not going to the fucking police yeah. station tomorrow. No way. It's not mm-hmm. going to happen. There's major crimes happening in the city of San Francisco right now. It's yeah. not going to happen. So I never went. But I never issued a death threat after that because it did scare the shit out of, of me. Of course. You it's a California law, by the way. Oh, it's just it's California? It's not a federal law. Yeah, it's a state law. Great. I mean, I'm different states might have it as well. But the... Um, Wait, that was over seven years ago, so I think the statute of limitations. Well, I mean, this is an entertainment show. <laughs> oh, yeah, this could be purely fictional. This is, we make things up on this show all the time. That's true. Not all these stories are these true, you guys. two made-up stories <laughs> that are for laughs only. They're just silly, fun stories. Yeah. Eh, I'm going to kill you. You know, well, just funny. I'll kill you, too. <laughs> <laughs> the scared straight um, thing. Yeah, so now you know that you don't fuck with your moms. Mm- can you believe how crazy that is to issue death threats to people? You and I have I done that. Yeah, you don't do that here. I feel like a lot, maybe a lot of people have done that. Maybe not. Maybe just you and me. Yeah, Angry. people have done it before for sure. Some people follow through on those death threats. <laughs> I know, I would never. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, um, I have to pee really bad. Can you do? We pause this for a second? I do too I'm gonna much do? coffee. I'm going to actually, I spoke to my buddy Jeff Tate, Denim on Denim on Denim. Yeah. And he, uh, we spoke on the phone yesterday. He has a. I, sometimes you have to use your powers for good. Okay. And he has a benefit show coming up. So I called him um, just to talk about the benefit show for a few minutes. Okay. Yeah. So I'll go I'm gonna, piss while you I'm play, that. play that. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Go bye ahead guys. and enjoy your piss. Um, so you guys know Denim on Denim, Jeff Tate. Um, he has you know a lot of the best denim that you can get these days. But anyways, yeah, usually, you know, we, we plug all kinds of different things on this show, but he actually has a show in Ohio that's for a good cause. So I thought, hey, let's talk about it uh, for a couple of minutes. I hope our Ohio listeners will consider going and um, supporting this. Here's- Hold on. I was checking the time, and I saw you were calling. What's going on? This is how drunk Jeff is usually, um, where... I call him and he's like, huh? He asked me to call him to talk about his thing. He's like, what? Do you want to do that plug right now? Do I want to what? Plug your your show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can we do that right now? (laughs) Yeah, right now. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I'm here with uh, Jeff Hayes and you have uh, a very special... Benefit show coming up. Tell our listeners what it's for. Yeah, it's for autistic children, man. There's a center in Dayton, Ohio, that tutors autistic kids in home and at the center. And a lot of them go on scholarships. And uh, they, they, in the center, they, they toys don't have batteries and stuff. So I'm trying to raise money. Like, Also, I don't want to do stand-up anymore. So my therapist told me that I should do something that tangibly helps somebody. And I met some of these kids, and I really want, like, like, they're great. So I was like, oh, I can help these kids. I can use, great, man. like, I've done this for a little while. I People owe me favors. I've done a lot of things for other people. So I've, I've called in all my favors, and I'm trying to uh, raise money to help these kids. 
That's fantastic. Look at you with your big heart, man. That's fantastic. So when is the event? The event is November 5th. It's in Silverton, Ohio at a place called MVP Sports Bar and Grill. It's only $10. It's a Monday night, but it it has uh, Josh Need is on it, Drew Hastings is on it, Dave Wade is on it, and I'm on it. That's a great lineup, man. Um, what's the name of the venue again? MVP Sports Bar and Grill in Silverton. It's at the corner of Montgomery and Plainfield Road in Silverton, Ohio, just south of Kenwood Mall. I don't know how many of your listeners are in Ohio, but uh, come on, Death Squad, let's have some, help some kids. We have a good, strong Ohio listenership. It's good. It's good there. All right, so you're hearing um, Jeff Tate and I uh, talking about this fundraiser show. It's for uh, autistic kids. That's a great cause. I think right here we can jump to where he says um, where you can get the tickets. And I hope you guys can support this. It, it seems like if you're an Ohio listener, this is a pretty great cause. We should. We should. Yeah, yeah. I wish. Uh, also, I'm drunk right now. There so you go. There's I live up to my <laughs> reputation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's totally fine, and I wouldn't expect anything less of you. But, um, yeah, I wanted to make sure that people knew about the event. It's for a good cause. It's November 5th, and we're plugging it on the show. So, uh, hopefully... Yeah, it's on uh, It's on brown paper tickets. If you go to, if you go to tickets.com, you can buy tickets there. Or you can find me, and I have tickets, or you can go to Go Banana. By the way, he means literally find him in person when he says find me. <laughs> He's, he means if you run into Jeff Tate in the greater Cincinnati area, he has tickets that you can buy yeah. from him. He keeps them in the front pocket of his denim shirt. It's an MPP sports bar and grill in Silverton, Ohio, and they have tickets. So many options, but Go Bananas for sure has the tickets on their site. No. Yeah, no, they don't have them on their site. They have them in their venue. So you can go to Go Bananas and ask for tickets for this. So if you're in that greater Cincinnati area, go. Oh, in there. Like, like they have hard tickets. The, the only place to go buy them online <laughs> is the brown paper tickets. I couldn't figure out how to do it any other way. If you can make it harder okay, for well, people, makes- Jeff, <laughs> make sure nobody um, can go to your benefit. We'll be sure to make sure people understand that and look. Anyways, so that's my buddy Jeff. He's a great guy, great comic. That's lots of great lineup. Dave Waite, Drew Hastings, Josh Sneed, and uh, Jeff Tate. All great comics, and it's a great cause. I hope you guys will, in that area, support that. That's, um, that's a good cause. This is something that, you know, normally we wait a week mm. for these votes to add up. Mm. And... Because of our move, we're having to do this just a few days after the last episode. Okay. Um, but the results are already just, it's already a landslide. Like, okay, look, I... So... I know the elections are coming up, but there's more important shit. Namely this. This is... Who won? Filler up, seal or shut. Yes. And number two, you guys, keep voting for us, please, on Stitcher, the Stitcher Awards. Do you know we... how the standings currently stand? How are we? We're, we're six. What? Out of six. How yeah. do you know that? Because they post, they have a, a current standings thing. That's depressing. Well, it's not depressing. All it, all it says is this. Look, if you love her and you want to <laughs> be with her. Look, I'll, we're the underdog. I realize that. We're, arr, arr, arr. we're Rocky, right? So, yeah, man. Here's the thing. No one's expecting us to crack that no. top five even. And the only way that we can... This is all on you guys. 
This is actually <laughs> it. It really is. I know. It's all about the listeners. That's how we got point. here. That's how we got here. We can. We're never. We don't have the listenership that Chris Hardwick and Nerdist, um, Smodcast, Corolla, Rogan, or Marin have. There's no way. But you guys, if you want to support her and make her number one, you can vote once a day for your mom's house. Oh, and can I tell you guys something? And the link is at yourmomshousepodcast.com. Yeah, there's a banner there on the website. Um, Here's something so stupid, because I went to vote for us yesterday, and then I fucking scrolled all the way down and realized you have to click submit. Oh, yeah. So it's not enough just to click on our picture, because I'm so stupid. I was like, oh, fuck about it. Like, you have to scroll all the way down and then hit submit. Just so you guys know, because I made that mistake. Your mommies aren't always right about things. Your mommy doesn't always know everything. So, but, but it would yeah. be cool to uh, just to crack that top three. I think, <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, I mean, they, we can't compete. We can't compete listener wise with what the, those guys are monsters. But if all of our mommies get into the same pair of jeans <laughs> and vote and they take it amongst yourselves, <laughs> hey, get your friends to vote. Wouldn't it be great if we uh, we showed them up? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's it's a stick it to the man underdog story if we would win. And I it would is. love that. You know how I love to stick it to the man, you guys. You love it. You love it's it. It's my fucking favorite thing to do. Well, back to this. Okay, um, so the results. Well, that, and what I'm saying is that oh, normally, by the time this airs, the results will be different. Okay. But people already <laughs> jumped on board. It's it's a heated, hot topic. Yeah. Filling this up and feel it and selling this shit. Hot we gave topics. you two options. We, or, there was two categories. It was all Canadians. Um, it was the first one we gave was uh, Alicia Cuthbert, right, right, sweet, sweet Alicia Cuthbert, mm-hmm. or sweet, sweet Carrie Ann Moss from The Matrix, mm. and uh, yeah, you guys voted pretty decisively. Alicia, one hundred votes as of right now. <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss, ten. Come on, you guys. Hundred to ten. Come on, you guys. What's wrong with Carrie Ann Moss? She's gorgeous. Uh, my my mommies support me. Now, Alicia, is she blonde? Yeah. That's why. It's hard. A blonde against a brunette, man. It's not hard. It's just who wants... What, where do you want to put your load? I think... Do you know why I think people don't like Carrie Ann Moss as much? Why? Her hair is short in The Matrix. Alicia's hair is short. As short as Carrie Ann Moss is? Like, maybe right this short? second. She's had it really short before. Boy short. She's had it that short. Huh. Yeah. She's had it very short before. Wow, I'm, you know what, guys? I'm floored. Frankly, well, I'm, I'm floored. I thank you guys for, for showing your love where it should go. Um, and then in our next category, Dead Canadian Men, uh, we had Corey Haim or John Candy. Mm. Decisive votes again. John Candy is up 62 to 11. <laughs> over Corey Hayne. Wait a minute. Unanimous. It's, it's pretty unanimous that... Very unanimous. John Candy is the one you would rather have fill you up and seal you shut. I he's guess... Gonna, he's going to entertain. He's loving. He's going to give you some good I lines. guess at the end of the day, everybody wants to be with a funny person. Yeah. Nobody wants the drag that was Corey Haim. Yeah. Talking about yeah his career and the heroin that he's done. Yeah. Yeah, John Candy's nothing but good times. That guy likes to eat and laugh. And that's and who that's you want. That's why he's dead. Yeah. And that's who you want as a lover. You <laughs> that know? is who you want. Yeah. Um, so we got to get out of here pretty soon. Um, All right. Okay. A listener submitted this to us. Okay. And he really wanted us to see this shit. I'm telling you because uh, he he fucking posted this on Facebook, tweeted it to me, put it on YouTube, emailed <laughs> it. Like he really mm. wanted to get this point across. So okay. Uh, I'll let you give this a listen if you would. 
see what you think of this. Hello, mommies. Uh, I have a theory. You know, it's just a theory, but uh, I think that uh, Casey's taking a lot of heat for, uh, you know, supposedly knowing where the dudes are at. I think uh, Tommy Buns might be placing the blame on Casey, and uh, Tommy, in fact, knows where the dudes are at. What? You know, it's just a theory. I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, I love you guys, love the show, and, uh, you know, I always wipe Mm. down, and, well... (laughs) Your mom's in the fucking stands, man. Can you believe the balls in this kid? I don't understand. What a dude that. I'm not, I mean, what's the argument here, though? He's saying that I'm I'm making Casey out to be the guy that knows hmm. where the dudes are at and that I actually know where the dudes are at. I don't, I don't, you know what? I spent two weeks in law school. Yeah. You know, you need a little thing called evidence. Where's the evidence? Where are the dudes at? Where's the, Where's the evidence, man? Uh, well, that's brilliant. I mean, I like that his his tenacity. Well, I'm sure Casey will enjoy this very much. I'm sure I'm gonna have to send him some uh, an, an email and uh, or send him this episode, and he won't listen to the show unless no. I I prompt him to. But kid Thor, his name is Thor. Um, you're wrong, man. I don't know where the dudes are at. Casey knows. Yeah. And I don't appreciate the implication that I'm the one that knows and that I'm hiding it from you guys. You know what Casey would really appreciate? What? A resurgence of where the dudes are at. Yeah. Maybe some more. <laughs> Starting this up again with him. And maybe some more where the dude's at. Ruining his family and his life. Songs and everything like mm-hmm. that. Do you think he'd like that? Yeah, I think that would be. Where the dude's at. <laughs> that was the best Monkey Todd's uh, original yeah, TMZ that phone was an call. Awesome That's one, on man. YouTube if you guys YouTube it. Yo, man. This one goes south to all the haters. Oh, yeah. And your mom's ass. Have you seen them? You know where they at? Then tell me. I've been looking all over the world. <laughs> and I found nothing but girls. Yeah. I've been looking in city to city. Mm-hmm. I've been looking in state to state. Can't get enough of that stuff, man. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. What do you have there, Jeans? So uh, this is submitted by my BFF on the entire planet, Shawnee, mm-hmm. in New York City. Uh, so Shauna and I have been obsessed with these uh, ridiculous Facebook status updates, as are you and I and everybody. It's ridiculous. People who share too much on Facebook, and she sent me these gems yesterday. This one's like my favorite one. Are you ready, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. So this is a friend of hers. Oh, boy. This is so... It's, like, embarrassing when you read people's thoughts. Okay. My sweet and most courageous Lord, I love that you save me when I am a damsel in distress. I love that you fight my battles. I love how you are always there to romance me back into your arms. My sweet king of kings, you have my heart holy as one. Did I sense a little sexual overtone with the Lord? romance me into your arms and then and then someone comments oh my gosh that's so precious i love you i love jesus isn't he wonderful jesus that's about god babe yeah, but that's not like <laughs> there was no jesus tone to that that's no way that's what she's talking about lord i know but i'm saying that like that doesn't feel like it's for the lord you know it doesn't <laughs> but that's so private like don't you think you shouldn't be sharing that on facebook of course not Okay. Sharing your religious feelings on yeah, so I mean we're not shitting on people that believe in Jesus. No, of just, course not. Just the uh, sharing it. 
Here's another one. This one's so cray cray. Wow. Just woke up from an intense dream about Joe. And Joe and I in a different life. Epic romantic novel style forbidden love. Sigh. My heart is pounding. I just love you so much, Joe. P.S. You were the butler's son, and I was the daughter of a white collar. White collar? I don't know what that is. We were just teenagers. It's not the... Like, what if she's married, this woman, and she's like, I'm sharing this. I had a fucking wet dream about you. Yeah, you can't You can't tell people that, man. You don't want to tell... No. No. No, and certainly not to broadcast it on the internet. I think people do that because in their fantasy... The person that they put it out to is gonna is gonna embrace it. You know? Oh, and be like the fantasy yeah. is that you put something like that out there, and the other person goes, "That's so great, That's so thank you, yeah, thank you for sharing that." Actually, why don't you come over today and <laughs> let me let's let's play the butler's son. Let's let's finally hook up. You know, we've been wanting to hook up all this time, <laughs> and I know that you know you're you're the one for me, and I want to just be with you. And we let's sleep together, and it'll be amazing. And then you can dick. I'll make you slap somebody in the face. <laughs> um, I got one here from a listener. <gasps> oh, you do? Okay, well, read they it. submitted that one of their friends from high school, oh, um, after months of constantly changing their status from in a relationship to it's complicated to it's single, <laughs> and back and forth and back and forth, finally posted to her 200-plus friends that after years of denying it, her youngest daughter was not hers and her fiancé's, but his best <laughs> friend's. His best friend. And she was tired of letting a lie and wanted to let everybody know. What? And then people, you know, some people like that were closer to her were like posting underneath it like, oh, you're so brave. <laughs> you know. No, you're not. You're crazy. And then she and the boyfriend are still together, and it's like uh, a total horrible overshare, you know? Yeah. You don't share that. Facebook? Yeah. The, the father of my kid is not the father of, like, could you not fucking post that? And you guys realize that this stuff is cached. Like, it's it's on the internet forever and ever. It doesn't just disappear. Of course not. It's so embarrassing. Yep, I know. I really, and, and I think that this generation thinks that it's okay because there's no sense of secrecy or privacy. Like, yeah. I mean, would you share this? Would you Would you stand in a room full of people and yell that? Like, no. So why would you write that on the internet? It just blows my mind. Uh-huh. I know. Ugh. I know, man. What the fuck, man? I gotta tweeze my eyebrows. Um, They're growing out of control right now, babe. Yeah. Can you see him? Did you trim your nose hair last night? Yeah, right away. Good. I need you to look out for me and tell me when it needs to be trimmed. You understand? Fine. That's my job, boobs. All right. Um, we gotta wrap this up. We thank you for your your listenership, your emails. You can always email us, your mom's podcast at gmail.com. Please check out the site, Your Mom's House Podcast at gmail.com. And we have to tell you to check out our friends at allthingscomedy.com. We didn't do that, did we? I don't think we know what the announcements are, do we? No, it's for the next week. Yeah, tack yeah. it on at the top. All right, we'll tack it on. Mm, you know what we'll do? Yeah. We'll just tack it on. Tack that shit. Oh, um, uh, before we go, too, quick apology uh, to the city of Fresno. Oh, what's going on, Fresno? <laughs> I received an email from a young man who said he was a listener and uh, and he was really upset and saddened that I kind of shit on Fresno and I, I can't remember the context. Mm-hmm. I think I was just rattling off a city and, and and the word Fresno sounded funny in my head and I, I just want to apologize. I don't mean anything if I happen to shit on your city. 
I'm just an arrogant L.A. person, okay? I grew up in the Valley in L.A., and I think that I'm better than everybody because of it. Yeah. Um, no, no, I'm just a dope, and uh, I mean no disrespect to anybody. Yeah. No, Fresno. Well, I think people don't there. realize is that when you travel a lot, um, a lot of times you shit on places not because you really hate the place. Yeah. It's because your time there wasn't good. You had a bad experience. Or, you know you what had, it the is? The hotel sucked. Right. The show sucked. The restaurant sucked. So then you go, fuck that place. Or it's just not my living room. Anywhere yeah. that's not my living room, yeah. I don't like. like period. I'm with you, man. Yeah, not my house. If it's not your mom's house, it ain't a house. Yeah, I hear you, man. Well, that's so that's I'm sad. sorry, kiddo. I sent you an email. I didn't hear back from you, so I hope you hear this. We love you guys. Love you, mommies. We thank you for your listenership. And next time we record, we're going to be, be the new jam. in the new mommy dome. It's really exciting. I got to get rid of these allergies, man. I know, boo boo. I'm sorry. Thank you, guys. Love you, mommy. Don't text while driving to a rescue! Hey. <laughs>